0: Say something, man.
1: Good morning, and welcome to the second episode of Blackness in and with Enrique and Tyler.
0: How you doing, Enrique?
1: I'm dandy. Thank you for asking.
0: Dandy, that's a a dandy. good word, I yeah. would say. I'm but, peachy. Peachy, that's another good word. <laughs> All right, what we, what are we doing today? Um. Anything. Anything?
1: Yes, anything can happen.
0: All right, so let's start with something because we came up with some notes uh, yesterday for stuff to talk about. First segment, you titled it "State of the Culture." So, the first thing that we have is Daniel Hernandez is facing twenty-five to life. Okay. So now, Daniel Hernandez, if you don't know, is known by a stage name of Takashi Six Nine. Now 6 9 got very popular Very fast And it's pretty much like the wonderful Rise and fall He has racketeering charges against him and his crew Enrique is constantly <laughs> laughing at me right now As so I'm trying to explain this situation But that's just exactly how it is That pretty much sums it up It's been a whole joke for a year plus Right?
1: Yes, I am tired of this man I want him to go in a cave And just never come back Like, honestly, he just needs to disappear. I'm ready for him to go. Him, his rainbow hair, all of it. I'm tired. Okay. I don't know why people are so infatuated with these weird artists. Like, he's just weird. Like, I've never seen something like this before. I've never seen someone get on a track and scream for four to five minutes straight. Like, this is not screamo music. This is not 2004.
0: Like... 2004 what was going on in 2004 that we were screaming on music
1: like the the um the bands and stuff like the rock music like heavy metal yeah
0: oh that's is, not what this is this ain't even heavy, heavy metal this is terrible
1: that's not what this is i feel like at least like they have like a genuine fan base like the people that listen to Six Nine are just dumb like, they're just stupid people i have never encountered someone who genuinely enjoys him that's like a smart intellectual, like a human being, that has thoughts. Pfft.
0: Wow, that's that's <laughs> something. So now, Enrique, you and I both know that he is facing um, charges. He's got twenty five on his head. Yikes. Um Just
1: like he had thirty thousand on that other guy's head. So good for him. This is what happens when you try to act tough and act like you're something when you're not.
0: Like he he's been pulling up on a bunch of people saying he's this and he's that. You can't pull up on people when you're like five five. That's also true. You can't pull up to Chicago, talking about, um, <laughs> talking trash about the great Chief Keefe. You can't Sh- Chief Keith outside of Michael Jordan and Derrick Rose is on the Mount Rushmore of Chicago culture. I'll say that. Yeah. I think what MJ and Rose obviously did for the basketball world that's just can't be matched. But Keith, and like South Side of Chicago, go hand in hand. You don't come into Chicago and start talking crazy about Sosa himself. You can't do it.
1: I know that's right. And I'm,
0: I'm luck. He's lucky, and I find it funny how um, Mr. Hernandez survived that situation, but somehow he did. He found a way.
1: Well, he didn't find this way because I don't think he's getting out of this one. Um, there's reports of there being rats amongst his crew. They're saying now that his crew was plotting to kill him. Oh my Jesus! So this wh- is not a movie. Wherever he ended up, he was gonna die. And I, I've had this conversation before. I heard he actually
0: got moved from. Um, I
1: give him maybe two or three more years of life, and that's me being generous. Like I, you genuinely can't just move in this world like that. Like mm-hmm. you can't just. Go starting all these problems with people that are genuinely about a life a certain lifestyle that you were never about like uh, we've seen the pictures okay of you when you had regular hair you were a little boy you're still a little boy like you throw temper tantrums because you don't get what you want like you have a daughter like think about that you have a
0: family now he really does have a daughter that's crazy and
1: you're about to be another absent father because you're about to do 25 to life By the time you get out, your daughter's going to be at least 25. If he gets out. If you get out. And if not, that's another fatherless child.
0: And he also, I think he got moved from whatever prison he was just in. I think he was in um, New York Federal. Then he got moved to some undisclosed location. He got
1: moved to a prison for people that cooperate
0: with the That cooperate? Yes. So, yeah, I guess you can't kill anybody because you all all telling on somebody.
1: So, he's trying to snitch to get time off, but people already snitched on him. So, it's, so, he played himself because now he's going to go down as a snitch. But people already... So, so the people that, that had the information on him already snitched. Like, the people that, that had the videos or, or the audio or whatever, it's, it's coming out. Like, mm-hmm. there's the video of him saying that he has a 30-pack on Chief Keef's cousin or whoever. Somebody in his... And his squad. hmm Like, these videos, they're gonna come out slowly because that's, that's how the, the prosecution, I guess, is receiving the, the evidence.
0: Right. And that's just how the world works and that everything is so digitized. And we'll talk about how the internet can come back to bite you in a minute when we talk about um Kareem Hunt. But, uh yeah, that's a little bit later on. But, no, the internet's gonna find you. The internet's forever undefeated. They'll find a way to get you. Every time.
1: Every single time. Every, Every time. Every single time. But,
0: honestly, you know what's crazy? Is that this man we're not done talking about him we'll, we'll just leave it at that anywho moving on this is one that I put down uh Tory Lanez who's one of my favorite artists in uh the rap game right now he's currently in a beef with Joyner Lucas if you don't know Joyner Lucas is the artist is that put out the song is beef though? no it's not I think it was a publicity stunt to get both of them some more uh clicks on their Instagram lives and some SoundCloud songs but anyway, Jordan Lucas has a song called I'm Not Racist. That's just kind of funny. If somebody's like, yo, what's Tory Lane's best song? He has, like, however many you could say. If somebody says, what's Jordan Lucas's best song? I'm Not Racist. Now, great song. Don't get me wrong. But I'll just leave it at that. Anywho, I'll just read you something from Double XL. The rap back and forth between the two rappers began to manifest after Tory claimed Lucas wasn't on his level as a rapper during an Instagram live session on Monday night, November 19th.
1: Tory Lanez is a rapper? That's all he's saying.
0: His new album, he did a little bit of both, but he honestly, he's How a one to be Drake. people
1: drape. to stay in their lanes? I'm tired of this. Ha ha, I, see what, you, I see what you did there.
0: Anyway, um, continuing on with Double XL. Afterwards, Lucas challenged Tory to a rap battle, which Lanez, in turn, accepted when he dropped his Lucky You freestyle. Lucky You is a beat that um, Joyner rapped on and collaborated with Eminem with pretty good song and then once lucas followed up with his own Liddy freestyle obviously tory had the song Liddy with um meek mill who we're going to talk about in a couple minutes last night rappers and producers around the country weighed in on the sonic confrontation so people are actually i'm just reading some of the tweets people actually appreciated that this went on because honestly i listened to all these tracks that they just listed it sounded pretty good It wasn't free... None of it was freestyled, but I was impressed with the writing from both camps. Because they could drop bars, both of them.
1: This is what hip-hop used to be, that's why. Like, we used to be able to have... Yeah, people used to get popped. People used to get shot. People also used to be able to exchange tracks without it being, like, an end-all, be-all situation. And part of it, I think, is that hip-hop isn't at the wasn't at the stage then that it is now so right now and we talked about it a lot two weeks ago we have hip-hop is a dominant culture in this country and it wasn't before so we have people that are in this culture that don't know what it's about that don't aren't used to this kind of stuff and so when it comes time for a rap battle or a beef or whatever they think it's like oh my god like What's going to happen? This is crazy. Like, and in reality, it's really not that big of a deal. Like, okay, and?
0: Right. I I appreciated this battle on both sides, honestly. I know what kind of rapper Joyner is, and Tory is... I don't really know what Tory is anymore. Because the number one disc people use outside of his height is the fact that he kind of sounds like everyone else. People say he sounds like Travis Scott. People say he sounds like Kendrick Lamar. He sounds like Fetty Wap.
1: You can't sound like Travis Scott. That's too, man. You
0: can't sound like him. I don't think he sounds like Travis either. But that's the diss that's used against him, is that he steals flows and styles <laughs> from other rappers, but um because he's not
1: a rapper,
0: he's a singer. Leave him alone. He just dropped his album. He'll be okay. But no. I just wanted to put that down because I wanted to appreciate that hip hop is actually um reacting to this in a positive light. There were no feelings hurt. There were no shots fired off that really hurt anybody. So um, I think this is good right here for the rap community to see an actual beef where people just ch- exchange cr- tracks, and it's not just dissing someone on Instagram Live. Well, that's how it started, but that's not how it went on for however many weeks. So th- this is just good. This is good beef right here.
1: At the same time, good beef. Like, what is this? I feel like it's just so stupid to me. Like, I feel like you can't have good beef. Like. What, I'm not saying good beef as in, like... Oh. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I understand. But I, I feel like they got on live... It's just for publicity. Like, if they if they just wanted... Like, they didn't have to make a big deal about it. They could have just said, hey, like, let's just go bar for bar. Like, let's see what happens. I feel like they made it seem like they actually had an issue when they didn't. Like, they said that they didn't. No. They, so... They didn't have an issue. I just think... I don't know. I, I just think we're too quick to call things, like, beef.
0: Yeah there's two artists on two totally different tracks in the industry yeah it was kind of uncalled for but there were no like I said there were no problems caused so what we got next
1: alright Um, the Meek Mill album dropped it's called Championships um, there was a lot of star power on this album Um, like you may or may not know unless you live in Iraq you wouldn't know but Drake and Meek Mill made up
0: Drake brought Meek out not in Philly that that got me so mad, um, but in Boston <laughs> that made me so angry Boston
1: um, I don't maybe they wanted a neutral city, like I don't know, but um and that's kind of, that's kind
0: of equidistant Toronto to Boston, Boston to Philly, not equidistant, but somewhere in the middle ground, I guess yeah, but I,
1: guess, I don't
0: know, I guess they were trying to my only theory behind that is that they were trying to avoid the fanboys from either Toronto or Philly going at one of, of the two. Based on the beef that they did have, um, they didn't want anything crazy to break out. but or
1: maybe it was simply availability. Like, it also really true. It could have been anything. Right, Meek
0: could have been doing something in Boston, and then just so it turned out, perfect timing. Right.
1: Um. So he dropped the album. There's Jay-Z's on it. Rick Ross is on it. Drake, obviously, is on it. Cardi B's on it, which caused some controversy, obviously, because of her beef with his ex. Mm-hmm. Um. And, yeah, it was pretty good. I... I do recommend
0: That you all listen to it I like this album Um I wasn't able to listen to it Right away Cause I had some studying I had to do I had to be a responsible student a Thursday night
1: wow. When
0: it first dropped But I, I listened to it Um Friday once I got some time And I loved What Meek did Obviously um The single was Dangerous featuring Jeremiah and P&B Rock That was a song That everyone knew But um Oodles and Noodles Babies That's another song That uh Dropped before the album Came out Uh Going Bad Like you mentioned With Drake Um he even had a song 24 7 with Ella May. Like, he did his thing. I think. Yeah, that was cute. That song was cute. He just said it was cute. Oh, that's nice. Good for you being positive for um, Meek. But no, I, I like the album, top to bottom. And um, the fact that Jay was on it, Jay Z's been one of the bigger advocates for um, the freeing of Meek Mill back when he was in um, prison. Pretty much a year to the day, because I was actually at the 444 tour last year in Wells Fargo Center. He literally performed Dreams and Nightmares in honor of Meek. So it was good to see those two come together. And um yeah, I just love what Meek did with this album. He's he's back on track with his life.
1: Um yeah, I I I was never a, the biggest fan. I didn't hate his music. Um I just never really took time to listen to it, but this album was pretty good. Um I was pleasant. I was pleased um by the end of it. Um unbiased. As unbiased as I'm trying to be, the song with Cardi B was actually very good, and people have reacted, and the people are saying, which I don't know if I agree with, that she outrapped him. It was it was a pretty good song. It was pretty good from the both of them. They had some bars. I was I was again I was pleased. It was good.
0: Yeah, like I said, the features, nobody's features were terrible. Like. I mean, I know he had Kodak Black. I know he had Twenty One Savage. Some of the the great mumble rappers of our <laughs> current generation. But I listened to their songs. They weren't that bad. Kodak didn't sound like how he did on ZZ. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> you saw that I was about to take a sip of this water. You did. I did. You did not have to say that. What I was, was I about gonna to do? Sip stop my sentence? All so you... over this computer and have our whole radio show messed up.
0: I was not gonna stop my sentence for you to take a drink of your water, but. You, you're you so critical of Kodak on ZZ, and so is everyone. But no, Kodak did better. I'll say that. And the 21 feature was also good on the song Pay You Back. Meek just did his thing. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if you could tell me, Enrique, but why is he so good at introduction songs? Like, is that just something he does? Like, obviously, we know Dreams and Nightmares was the first song on the album Dreams and Nightmares. Then he has the song Intro. Um... I don't know what it is. This man just loves introducing an album.
1: I mean, I think that in a lot of cases, the introduction can be like the most, the most powerful or the most meaningful. Song. It sets the tone. Like, um, who else did introduction song? Let me see. Let me think. Um, well, Cardi B did introduction song. She did a "Get Up 10," and that mm-hmm. was that was one of the best songs in the album.
0: I agree with that. Um, Drake is always known for his um his intros. introductions that he does.
1: So I think that. It's definitely uh, a tool that is used by artists, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, it's, it, like you said, it sets the tone. Like you, right, and Jay-Z
0: used public service announcement at his, his his intro to the Black Album. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hov, the first line. <laughs> like, the intro songs are critical. And Meek just knows how to do it. So shout out to um, Meek Mill, getting his life back on track. His rap career is back in full tilt. And uh look to be hearing from some from him again sometime in the summer. Because he drops summer EPs a lot, too. So that's probably the next time we'll be hearing from Meek. So let him chill. Let him go on this tour. Let him go watch some Sixers games. Um, yeah. Are they going to win? Yeah, they're, they're decent. They're okay. Nah, if Meek's there, he's like their good luck charm. They'll be fine.
1: Oh, <laughs> okay. But now, um, let's
0: get into the next thing. That's all you. All right, so... Uh, sticking with the rap theme today, talking about uh fanboys going crazy in certain cities. Um, Pusha T, who we know had a beef with Drake. Um, was it last, like late last year, when um they exchanged? This is kind of not really because Drake wanted to channel his energy into his own album, like how <laughs> like how he said on the shop with um LeBron and LeBron's boy Maverick Carter. Anyway, didn't
1: he also say that he would because he he. Uh, allegedly he allegedly wrote a song in response
0: yeah to, yeah and he
1: kept it for himself mm-hmm. but he kept it because he said it was too 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 dark too savage basically what are
0: you going to say Busher T's a drug dealer we know that okay I, what, I, what I else wanna, you got he I he, hear he the got song. some he got some kids on the side too
1: it sounds like he had some real tea you know the way he the way he was talking about right, that, that put, track as if he had some real dirt. And I want to hear it. Because
0: I don't know if anything could really compare to Push coming out and saying, you have a son with a stripper.
1: I want to know. Your number
0: one producer has MS, which is multiple sclerosis. You don't talk about somebody else's health. You don't talk about how his dad was a deadbeat and you're going to do the same thing. You don't just throw stuff out like that. So Drake must have... Drake must have knew something about this man's life. And anyway, we're going to leave it at that. But anyway... Pusha T had the audacity to do a concert in the 6 which is obviously Drake country. He did a concert in Toronto. He's performing, uh, a couple of people threw some beer at Push. Um security came out and kicked their you know what. And then a fight broke out at the concert. Four people ended up injured. No deaths, nobody in critical condition. Everybody's pretty much fine, but a brawl did break out. And um honestly, Enrique, I was not the biggest fan of Push doing a show in Toronto I understand you gotta get your bag you know I'm all for you know you and I are both all for people chasing their bag and getting their money at all times but Period. Push has gotta be more aware of his situation he should not have went to Toronto to do this concert or maybe you should cause you knew this was gonna happen
1: nah that was just
0: dumb like that was just dumb like what that was asking
1: for something to happen now what if somebody had gone with a gun and shot him and then he died then what what we learn. Like you, you don't violate somebody's whole life talking about they have a child that. And
0: they, then you come to their hometown. And you go to their city where he's the face. He's the face of that town.
1: He puts Toronto on the map, quite literally. Quite literally, he puts Toronto on the map of the United States. Sure did. And you want to go and you want to perform in his city, like, and then you want to glow about it. Yeah, so you're gonna get beat up. That's what happens.
0: Well, Push didn't end up with any um. This injuries, time, but, this time... Right, if he, gets caught, if he gets caught lacking, let's just say that. Because you know there's Drake fanboys all over the place. Somebody could catch him slipping. But, eh, Push got his people. Don't worry about that.
1: I'm I'm personally not worried.
0: I'm not worried either. This don't <laughs> concern me. But, no, nah, Push <laughs> has his people. We'll just leave it at that.
1: Oh, man. What is this about the NFL player?
0: Tell me about it. Kareem Hunt was was... Former running back for the Kansas City Chiefs, um, Hunt. He was actually pretty good. He was um one of the better rookies last year in twenty seventeen. Kind of splashed on the scene last year. Nobody really knew much about him. This year, pretty much kept up his same pace. Really good player. Um, and the Chiefs were pretty much on their way to making a Super Bowl run. But problems, of course, because NFL players can't control themselves. Back in February, um, Hunt was caught on hotel security camera getting to a scrap with um a white man and a white woman. The,
1: oh, that's the video yes. that I saw. Okay. Yes,
0: the woman was 19 years old. Oh my, um, that's there not was, a
1: woman,
0: that's a child. Uh, yeah, a college student, let's put it that way. But um <laughs> she was 19 years old. I don't know how old the man was that was involved, but there was a lot of holding people back, a lot of shouting from what it looked like. It was all inaudible, you couldn't hear any of it. But um Kareem got into a shoving match, started pushing people, the girl fell on the ground, and then Kareem before his people took him away decide to kick the girl over. Now it wasn't really a kick. He like mushed her over with his foot, but you know the media blows everything out of proportion. They're calling it a kick. Like he's kicking the game winning goal in the World Cup. Oh my god. But it it got out. Here's here's the weird thing is that the NFL and the Chiefs both knew about this back in um February. Now that a video leaks on TMZ now they want to come down with all these punishments the nfl suspended
1: they want to apply pressure they the people are applying pressure to the NFL now because right the
0: nfl suspended him they put him on commissioner's exempt list which pretty much means you're like on the blacklist f- for right now is the same thing that ray rice got when he um had his domestic violence situation um and then a couple a couple hours after the chiefs released him are you ready so are you ready kareem hunt is so out least, of the job At like he's Cut. out of
1: a job but he's he's going to play eventually
0: again right that's that's the sad part. That's the part I was going to get into. Okay, so you, you want to know I
1: think I just think it's funny how
0: I just think it's funny.
1: I just think it's funny how NFL players can rape people, they can beat people up, they can do all these heinous things and keep a job, but a man can't kneel during a, a song and get a job at Colin Kaepernick. If we're being quite honest, he's been without a job since what? Since when? It's
0: been two two seasons since Okay he's been out of the league.
1: What did he do? He kneeled. Literally he kneeled and he there was got nothing. on a knee and he And he there was nothing in there. the rule book that said he couldn't. And that's it. That's all he did. He didn't fight anybody, he didn't start a problem, he didn't rape anyone, he didn't do anything against anyone's will. But he is without a job. And again, I just think it's funny. So the NFL, you're trash, and that's
0: why I don't watch football. I get you, right? I, I wanted to. I didn't want to focus on the, the football aspect. That's the, the other side. That's like the other radio show I do. I want to focus more on the cultural aspect and the toxic masculinity that the NFL does promote, which they do twenty four seven. They've had so many domestic violence cases, and one of my friends said, "Oh, I get. He. I bet he gets pulled, um, picked up, before Sunday, since Sunday is when." games go on. He gets picked up before Sunday. Come on, man. That's all that's already a problem in itself like you said that he's probably going to get a job relatively soon. Cuz there was another situation, Ruben Foster, who uh used to play for the 49ers. He got into a domestic violence case. Um charges were dropped, but the Reds but um the 49ers weren't having any of it. They got rid of him. They cut him. The Redskins picked him up a week later. Why is there not harsher punishment for players with domestic violence cases? That's the other thing, violence against women. Another thing people were saying is that, oh, like, he didn't kick her, whatever. If you watch that tape, you know good and well that you can't put your hand or, pff, better yet, your foot on somebody, especially on a woman. As a black man, I get, now, there was a report saying that she called in the M-word, okay, fine. But as a black man, this world is racist. It's terrible. You know how I many people probably call him the N word on a weekly basis when he's on the road in a road game? After he scores a touchdown, he looks at the crowd? You know how I many people are flipping him off? He can't go up in the crowd and punch somebody out? I understand that alcohol might have been flowing at the time of the um, February incident for Kareem, but this is a racist world, man. It only gets worse from here. Now, but now the video comes out, he's pictured as a demon. Like, he looks bad in the media. Same thing happened with Ray Rice. They only suspended him two games once they found out about this. Then the video comes out. He's blackballed from the league for the rest of his career. I, I, I find it funny that TMZ is the inside source for the NFL. And we've had two situations where TMZ has gotten players kicked out of the league. I just find it funny.
1: The devil works hard, but TMZ works harder.
0: The internet's forever undefeated. And I'll just leave it at that. I'll talk about, for all my fans of... Uh, Coast to coast with Tyler and Logan. I'll talk about the the football impact. Don't look at me like that.
1: Don't don't
0: look at me I'm like not that. I'm,
1: I'm not
0: anyway, I'm not I'll talk about the NFL aspect in two days on Monday. Stop laughing.
1: <laughs> I just want to know that the joke that I had in my head was real funny. Stop. It was real funny, but it was also really mean.
0: Don't do it. it. Don't it. It. do it. Anyway, we, we got five minutes left. Um, you put something down about the weekend. Chapter I sure six. Did the weekend? Let's talk about it.
1: Chapter six is on its way. He has been promoting very cryptically, um, and I'm I'm just, I'm tired. Like, I need this to come out because, for for the weekend fans out there, everybody knows he dropped um, my dear melancholy, comma really good album, um, really good really good set of songs. I'm not even gonna call it an album because mm-hmm. it was six songs, um, 22 minutes to be exact, and. It was cute. Like, it was It was real cute, but it was cute. That's it. Like, I want the rest of it. Like, six songs is nowhere near enough. Like, I, I don't like that artists are okay with dropping, like, 20- and 30-minute albums. Like, no.
0: I think it's just to keep their fans on their fa- toes. Uh,
1: no, no, no. You have fans waiting, <laughs> okay, for months. For months. For new music. And you decide to drop some mu- some new music, right? What in your right mind makes you feel like a six-song album is the right decision. That 22 minutes of music is the right decision. I just want to know. I just want to know. It's not fair. It's not fair. I mean, the album still did well. Like It's still charted. Um, it still got to number one on Billboard Top 200 albums because it was a good album. Right. But I need the rest of it. Also, there's like theories that there's a comma because there's a comma at the end of the title that there's gonna be a second that the next album is gonna finish the sentence hmm. um and there were there were reports of um this album coming out it was supposed to come out when was it supposed to come out it was supposed to come out last month
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was su- it was supposed to come out earlier this year right it was supposed to come out several different times in May um it's like
0: a Frank. it's the Frank Ocean effect It was like his album's dropping but we don't know when but The weekend did tweet on November 7th. Um, some chapters are smaller than others. Not this next one, though. Something's coming.
1: Listen. listen.
0: Something's I'm on ready. the way.
1: And when it comes, don't speak to me. I don't want anybody hitting my phone. I will be very busy. My phone will be on Do Not Disturb, and I will be just absorbing this new content. He didn't even say listening. He said no, absorbing. 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 That's what you have to do. This man is a master of his craft. He is just spectacular he's great and this isn't even because i i enjoy his music he is a good artist like he's just a good artist like that's it there's no argument to it like i've never heard any opposition to the fact like you can't He sounds and he could sing he could write he does it all he's not problematic he,
0: what more can I you know want of. <laughs> what, what more can you want from our, unless tmz leaks a video anytime soon but i don't see anything what more do you He's want? He's
1: minding his business with his little model girlfriend over mm-hmm. in Dubai and in New York and wherever else. Which like, one is he with Bella or Gigi? Bella. Okay. Gigi is with um. She was with that guy that was in One Direction. I don't know. If they're still together. That guy. Hmm. Which one? Zane? Zane? One of them. Yeah, it was Zane Side note: really funny, really funny. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh lord. Um, Zane had tweeted Cardi B for a song. Oh, he her to
0: be and on. how did that go?
1: And she didn't reply, so he got <gasps> Nicki Minaj to do it.
0: <laughs> Yikes. Anyway, that's a really good segue because when we come back, we're going to be talking about some collaborations that could or could not be coming sometime soon. And we're going to call it fact or fiction. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with Platino's and Grits. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. To Platanos and Grits, episode two. Tyler Kemp, alongside with with me, as usual. Enrique Rosado. Why? What do you mean why?
1: Why do you have to give my whole government for for what?
0: That's how you introduced
1: the show. They don't need my last name.
0: Alright, what do you want? Do we do we need stage names like The <laughs> Breakfast Club, Angela Yee, DJ Envy, and Charlemagne the God? That's her name, isn't it? That's her government name?
1: Is yes, that's her name.
0: Alright. Well, DJ Envy's government name isn't DJ Envy. So do you want a stage name? I'll I help you think of one. People, if you can help think of a stage <laughs> name for Enrique, please let us know. We will be making an Instagram poll sometime soon within for the a week. a
1: stage name?
0: A stage name. Not a poll. Oh not a poll. Jesus. We'll do like the ask me a question thing, but then we'll okay, be like well stage he, name for I'm Enrique. I'm going
1: to have a stage name, he's going to have one too. I'm not going to look like a, a dummy
0: with a All right, stage we'll, we'll post one for each other and we'll see okay, what's the best response we that we both get. There like, we go. We're even. All right, let's rock. Collaborations. So... Fact or fiction So what we're going to do is We're going to talk about some rumored collaborations That um, we've both heard about We put a couple on um, Individually And we're going to th- imagine If this collaboration could work And then we're going to say Whether it's fact or fiction So first one Enrique Nikki and Cardi
1: Fiction <laughs> I this is not gonna happen ever in life. I feel like, I just, I don't know. I feel like I don't. I don't see it happening for several reasons. First of all, I've I've I have i i do not think Nicki Minaj can genuinely have a song with a female rapper, just the two of them alone. I don't think it's gonna work. I, it'll have to be like a a, a motorsport type of. Big collaboration Yeah you like, gotta get A bunch of people I like, think the only Reason why Motorsport worked Was because Their tracks were Very independent Of each other Like They had nothing to do Well That's not true like, People are saying That there there were shots At each other But You can play one And not play the other Like You don't have to play The both of them Is what I mean Like In a song like that In a big song like that it's not really about like yeah they were on the song they were on the song together. It's not really they didn't really have to work together for that song. They just both submitted their 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 own um, verses and that's it. Or submitted several verses in the case of Nicki Minaj. Um and so I I think that them two alone on a song together is very unlikely. Um they have different sounds. They have different personalities, they have different Aside from the beef, like not even, not even talking, uh, focusing on it's on, a little
0: bit of clashing. Yeah,
1: on the beef, it's just, it just. I feel like it would work, unless, unless it'd be like a. I could see it as like a like a, not like a battle, but like you know, like a little fight in the song, like a kind of like a modern brandy forth. that
0: boy is mine kind of thing. Yeah, like, like, that. A,
1: like a back and forth. I, I I would. That's the only way that I would see them collaborating together. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna label it as fiction.
0: I'm agree with you. I'm gonna also say fiction. Just given the, their current circumstances and their state with their relationship between each other, I don't see it happening anytime soon. Even in motorsport, it just sounded like two totally different things were going on. Even like at parties
1: and at clubs, they don't like you hear you, one verse or the other. You don't hear the right. both of them.
0: And if you want to go on like a Cardi set or mix, you don't interrupt that with like one Nicki song. There are certain people that go with a Cardi set, certain people that go with a Nicki set. Those two don't go together, I feel like. No, don't. And I don't think they're coming together anytime soon. If they want to have, like, a makeup song, that would be something nice for the culture, but that ain't happening.
1: I'm good. Thank you. Next.
0: Ha, ha, ha. Real funny. Uh, next one we got. We keep it with Belkhaliz and Drizzy Drake. Now this one. I think it'll work. I say fact. I say fact because...
1: Well first of all I think it'd be funny Because if you don't know Nicki Minaj and Drake They've have, had the weirdest Love story key
0: beef They've had the weirdest Love hate relationship ever
1: And right now We're in the hate <laughs> We're in the hate side um, She's a I don't know Obviously I don't know her Personally So I can't tell you Why she's upset But it's being said That she's upset At him For supporting her For supporting Cardi B In the way that he has Like he did the tour with Migos. opposite is her husband. Mm-hmm. She came out on the tour several times. Right, I
0: was just gonna mention that
1: Drake has brought her out in Toronto. In Toronto, that's why um in that song with Partisan Fontaine called backing it up. She says, "What well, she says something about the six, like
0: mm-hmm. it was like a, it was pretty much a shout out. A knowledge. shout
1: out to the six, to, to Drake, you know and. I think that it would work. I think that their sounds don't clash. Um, and I, I think it would be interesting to hear. I'd like to see what Drake would do with it. Because I also heard a rumor, or um, well, I saw something um, about a, an alleged lyric of a Drake, upcoming Drake song. I think I'm going to this to you. I don't remember. But it was something saying about, like, yeah, like the rumors are true. That girl, like, she's really tripping. Um, she's just mad because the new girl is, is charting better or is doing better numbers something mm-hmm. along those lines and like obviously he's talking like there's, there's you, only one, one can yeah.
0: deduce there's one women, woman <laughs> that's charting better than <laughs> the other right now <laughs> that he's
1: talking about
0: in the music world Kalis and Anika
1: so yeah it is what it is I would like to see collaboration two of my preferred artists working together I think would be cute um I'd like to see what they did with it um her collab with Meek Mill was very, it was well done. So I, I think that, I think it'd be good. I think it'd be good.
0: I'm agree with you. I also think this is a fact. Um, like you said, Drake and Migos, when they were on their tour, they brought out Cardi multiple times. One of the big shows, they brought out Cardi in um, Los Angeles. And that was big time.
1: Well, yeah, Los Angeles and New York. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was very upset about the New York one because I was going to go that night. Like I had all the intentions of going to the concert that night, that she came out and I didn't, cause I had, You're I, probably I
0: kicking yourself after that.
1: I don't think I had anyone to go with her or something. I don't know what happened. Right. Um, and I was big mad. Right. I was so brought, mad. He
0: brought. They brought Cardi out on multiple occasions. Um, I think just talking about their styles and how they work with each other. If Drake wants to do his little take care, Drake when he does the singing thing, I think that could work well with some bars from Cardi, if. Drake wants to do his rapping thing, Cardi wants to do her rapping thing. I think that could also work. So those are two Drake styles that people like to pit against each other, like which Drake is better, like the the old Drake and the new Drake, like or singing Drake.
1: Drake rapping Drake, the singing Drake. Drake, so many different Drake, pop
0: Drake, Hotline Bling kind of Drake. That he he could do a lot. And I think Cardi would complement that well. So I'm I'm gonna go with that.
1: Okay, this next one threw me off. I was very not surprised but just I'm just looking at these names
0: and weirded out
1: um by this one. But Mariah Carey mm-hmm. featuring Cardi B, okay, Lil Kim, and Missy Elliott. And I'm going to give this one a fact. Produced by um Jermaine Dupree.
0: I think they're trying to take me back to like two thousand and four right here, if they wanna do this. So
1: I'm very interested in what this is gonna be like. Um and I, I'm gonna give this one fact because of the receipts. Like Lil Kim's team has um has alluded to this. Um Mariah Carey did um an interview saying that she would love to collab with Cardi B and with Lil Kim together. Um someone people have been tweeting on Missy Elliott and I think she did like a little subliminal like hint towards it. So I'm very interested to see how that would go. I, I genuinely, I'm, I'm very interested to see how that would go.
0: I love it. I love everything about this, but for right now, I gotta say fiction. I understand that there is some things that are going on with um Mariah putting out quotes, Lil' Kim and her people putting out certain things, Um, Missy tweeting out su- subliminals. There's just a lot of action going on, but not a lot of missing pieces being filled in I I love the fact that trying to get Jermaine Dupri this would be like a classic mid 2000's R&B hip hop collaboration the stuff that I've been missing for the last like 10, 12 years of my life I would love it but for right now for right now tentatively I'm very cautious about this I'ma say fiction but if they do drop this and when they do I can say I told you so this sex. would be this would be something special. So this is one that people have been talking about forever. Drake and Tory Lanez. I'ma say fact.
1: Do you see my face? Do you see my face? I, I'm
0: looking at you right now. Yep. Fiction.
1: I don't care for this collaboration.
0: I would care for it. I think that these are two of the biggest stars in the Toronto. Rap game Right now I, I know what you're about to say But Tory Lanez isn't a rapper He's a singer Even still what I was about
1: to say What I was about to say Is that Tory Lanez Needs to buy some growth horm- hormones Leave that man alone So he can get some extra interest In his height Cause vertically he's challenged Leave him alone Drake is gonna look down at him Like he looks at his son hey Hey son What's good How you doing Stop <laughs> Leave
0: Leave Tory alone Now I get it They've had their beef They've gone back and forth Um Drake had the one line talking about, you won Daystar, I swear, I told you that I'm here for eternity. Um, if you didn't know, Tory Lane's government name is Daystar. Um, <laughs> I Told You was his debut album that he dropped back in 2016. <laughs> Drake's got some heat. Drake is and funny. Then, like, he's funny, Tory, man. obviously, um, he's just gone back and forth with uh, different people, saying that he sounds like Drake and he sounds like all these other people. Um, obviously, they settled their beef that they had. In New York City last spring, we mentioned that two weeks ago. I think I can see something coming soon, because Drake brought Tory out at OVO Fest over the summer. I think the pieces are falling into place if they want to do this collaboration. But I think if this were to happen, you gotta just put together like a Toro- a Toronto team. Get those two. Get Party Next Door. Get um, who else? Roy Woods. That's my guy. I, I think the weekend... I don't know if the weekend would fit well with that. Well, I think that they have beef, so... Who has beef?
1: I think the weekend and Drake have beef. Interesting. Hot take. Because after the weekend and Bella Hadid took their little two-second break, Drake threw Bella Hadid a birthday party. Um, and Trying to slide. He thinks he slick. Basically. And so, you know, the weekend was hurt because... He's the weekend. His, in, yeah. his, his, in his eyes, that's still his girl. And, and evidently it is because they're now very happily together
0: mm-hmm. they, I, I've heard speaking of chapter 6 I wanted to mention this but we have to go to break this could be like a very big tribute to Bella so it better not be
1: oh. not the whole album I don't want that it'll probably but, be a song or two okay that's fine but the whole what if he's her dear melon his dear melancholy? that's that okay good for him I don't want to hear about this little skinny little white girl oh my Jesus. the whole time alright she's I, cute but it's not that serious they look like they're that
0: serious from what I've seen on, on I mean, Instagram and Twitter. I their relationship
1: videos. is that serious, but I don't want to hear about it for two hours. I don't. That's not what I want to hear about. I don't want to hear about, like, well, I don't know what I don't want to hear. I know, I know that I don't want to hear about that for okay. two hours. That's all I know. I know that a song or two, I understand. Like, when Ariana Grande dropped her song, her album, I did not want to hear about Pete Davidson for a whole album, and I didn't. Pete
0: Davidson ain't the one you want to listen about. Thank you, I heard next one. Yeah.
1: I heard a song, literally called Pete Davidson, it was like a minute and a half. It was real cute. She kept it right there and that's all I needed. I mean obviously she like she made other songs that were possibly referencing him, but like it was so ambiguous that like it could have been referencing anyone. Right, but so then left it left it open he, to a discussion. If that's how he does it, then okay, I'll I'll take it, but a whole album, do that in your free time and give it to her. Like the world doesn't need to see that. I just I'm very big on keeping your relationships private. Mhm. So, like, I, I understand music is used as, like, a tool to...
0: Express yourself. Express
1: yourself and, and talk about you know, whatever you want to talk about. But I don't want to hear about that for two hours. And I'm going to leave it at
0: that. All right, I I get you. But, um yeah, if they want to do a Drake X Tory Lanez collaboration, I think a, all, a Toronto All-Stars kind of thing would be the easiest route to go. I think that would be kind of cool. But next...
1: Okay, these next two are not just songs, but these are albums, tentative albums mm-hmm. that are alleged allegedly going to be released. One of them is a little bit more believable than the other. But um in light of their tour, there are rumors of Drake and Migos doing a joint album, which I would personally, I would say fact. Yes. Um they went on an entire tour together. You really think that they they wouldn't do an album together, like I think that they would I don't see why they wouldn't um I think it would be good walking like I talk it was lit I like the song, I think they were good the video was weird, but the song was good, so I feel like I could do a whole album of that
0: right I think um Quavo did an interview recently with um somebody and they were asking mm-hmm. oh yeah when he went undercover on um social media
1: I think it was g q
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right now. He they Look asked him about a mm-hmm. uh, Drake collab along with Migos, and he says something along the lines. of, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember completely. He said like "Stay tuned" or "Soon come," something like that. He said he said, "Oh, like are you?" He said something like, "Oh, you like you predicted it or something." Like yeah. That. So I a think joke. if Quavo hinted at it as they were on tour, obviously the tour went really well from wh- what I saw. Whenever I'm mad. The Snapchat, I didn't go. Instagram stories. I wanted to go.
1: I'm mad. But I'm my wallet upset. said I didn't want to go. Right. The, the way my wallet was looking. It was right. like, uh, you're staying home. You can watch it on Instagram.
0: That's what I was saying. I was like, I'll listen to when they do drop this mixtape for free on whatever musical platform that I have and use. But I'm going to say fact. I, I love everything about this. I think that they don't only have to do a walk it like I talk it kind of song. They can do a, a couple different styles of each guy. And honestly... It doesn't even need to be uh, Drake and Migos every song. Like, remember when Drake and Future did What a Time to Be Alive? Not every song was Drake and Future. Some songs were Drake and Future. Some songs were just Drake. I don't think Future had any solo songs, but it could be Drake and Quavo. I think that would work beautifully. Drake and Offset would be good. And then take a... People are very on the fence with Takeoff on either side. But I like Takeoff, personally. Takeoff I think Drake is Takeoff, a great rapper. I like Put Takeoff. Put some
1: respect on his name. Stop it. He's the youngest he, one. He arguably, arguably has the best lyrics, has the best bars, a lot of the time. The Bad and Bougie meme just got blown out of proportion. But no, Takeoff is good. Talk about it. He is a great rapper. I'm tired of people disrespecting this man, okay? His album was good. Also, I, I appreciate... I wanted to mention this. I appreciate that they can all do single albums. That's good. Cause and a lot not of groups, break up. A lot of groups. Can't groups do that. can't do that. Like, I have never in life seen a group where someone has been so ambitious as to release three as everyone in the group release a single album on their own. You know, feature the other people, whatever. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes
0: not, and sometimes featuring
1: the group sometimes we share the group and, and, and still stay together. Like, usually the person whoever got the most successful will stay the, by themselves. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that they're all able to do this. And I think part of it is that they are family. Like, they're, they're
0: all related. They're literally related slash family friend. Like, somebody is somebody's uncle. Quavo is... Or cousin. Takeoff's
1: uncle. Yeah. And Offset's cousin? mm mm-hmm. Question mark? I think that's what it is. But they're all brother, like they all literally, yeah, they they, they all move. consider themselves brothers. So they,
0: like the way that they move, you could just tell when they do their promotions. They they're really good all together. But yeah, speaking about groups that can't stay together, I mean, I look at this is a little farther back. One of my mom's favorites, shout out to you, New Edition. New edition couldn't do it once Bobby Brown left. Hi mom. Um, New Edition, as soon as Bobby left, he dropped his own thing. Um Ralph Tresvon dropped his own thing. Uh, Bell Biv DeVoe came about once Ralph dropped um, everybody wife, just kind of went their own ways
1: on, um, on Real Houses of Atlanta oh my Jesus she's quite the character interesting <laughs> I- I've seen
0: and I've heard interesting um, things but no they all dropped their own little things they had their little reunion but no new edition they couldn't really do it um, Fifth Harmony you see um, what's her name Camila is putting in the most work and she's uh, uh, um, uh, what
1: she is not that good. I'm not I'm saying like, she's not I'm that like, good. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not done. Oh my god! I'm not finished. Okay, I didn't finish. Thank you. I'll turn off your mic. Like, keep interrupting me.
0: You just interrupted me.
1: Cause you interrupted me first. Okay. So she, I, I, high I've never liked her. I've, I've been a Fifth Harmony. Fan. I'm, I wouldn't say a fan. I don't know any of their songs aside from like the, the few that got really like famous. Right. But I watched their season of the X Factor. So I have quite literally seen them up, grow up. And I never liked her. So when she left the group, I was like, "Yes, I'm glad. Cut her out. I'm good." Her album was it was it was a good album, like I'm not going to lie, but I compare it to Normani, who's another girl and who was another Right, Normani's group. also
0: doing her thing too.
1: Normani has yet she has released uh, one song, I think, that's mm-hmm. her song. Before that, she was on people's albums. She was on Quavo's album. She did a song with um Jesse Reyes and Keilani. She did a song with um with Black Waves. Um and I just feel like it just goes to show you how much more people are checking for her than for Camila cuz all of Camila's features are her song that she paid someone else to be on. Yeah. Not someone saying, hey, get on the song with me. The only song that I can think of that she was featured on was that Shawn Mendes song like three years ago while she was still in Fifth Harmony. Right. So that doesn't even count. And they were friend. they, they're friends. They're they friends in real life. Um, and the song with Bazzi, Bazzi. That, that she did the remix too. that's literally it. Right. I can't think of anything else.
0: But ju- just the fact that like Camila, she might have the hottest individual song since she did leave the group. She had Havana that came out. But... I mean, she left the group. Normani, she, I mean, kind of with them with fourth harmony, but like they haven't really been making much noise. Um, I don't know. There haven't been a lot of groups that have really broken up and done their own thing. I think Sway Lee was supposed to drop an album um, apart from uh, Race Remmert, from his brother Slim Jimmy, and I think Sway Lee significantly better than Slim Jimmy. I think. So I wouldn't I'm be just opposed.
1: Counting down the
0: days until he until they separate. Because once gonna... he does, Slim Jimmy is gonna be in a tough spot.
1: He's not going anywhere. Have you ever heard a song with just Slim Jimmy on it? No. Or someone seeking out to feature Slim Jimmy on their song? No, No. everybody won't sway. Okay, there you go.
0: All right. The next one. I saw this. This has been a rumor for the last seven years, honestly. I'm tired, and so is this rumor. I'm not tired of it, because if this does drop... It's not going to happen. Anyway, if y'all don't know what we're talking about, Jay-Z, Kanye... Watch The Throne 2 It's still fiction As much as I want this To piece together I think Jay Last thing Jay dropped Was 444 Pretty much Almost a year ago Like I said I was at that tour 365 well, she, days he ago He did
1: the um, He did
0: He did the Meek song
1: No 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 what? He did the album With Beyonce The joy album With Beyonce He did do the Carter right. After, he,
0: he did um, Everything Is Love Yeah
1: that came out after 444 Right
0: So he's done He's still done Work musically Obviously but even though he said he was retired I feel like you can never really retire from so why would you hip-hop? say that? that I don't know that's just something to say but I no. just
1: don't like when people say things that they don't
0: follow if you're gonna retire just go to stop right if he wants to bow out then he could like,
1: who, who if else if you wanna drop a feature like, if he wants to like walk? Floyd Mayweather how many times that man said he's retired he's still fighting like three or four times I'm tired he, so is he I, I also you. don't think he's that good like there's a lot of fights I think he should have won but that's not what we're talking about today
0: another story for another time but no jay he's kind of been in and out of rap because that's what i feel like retired is is that you take a little bit of a hiatus every once in a while and then you come out and drop something and it was like oh he's back is the retirement over then he drops an album and never says oh snap then he drops an album with his wife and it was like oh man like is he really back in it i don't really know and kanye i'm not even gonna get into this man i'm really not Last thing. I am. I, I know Kanye is asleep and he's not waking up ever again. He he's stuck in the scoopity-whoop. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say on Kanye. But as much as I want this to come together, if this would have happened in like 2015, hell, even this 2014
1: happened. Ready, ready, hot take. Had Kanye not spoken about Jay Z's wife and child?
0: Oh yeah because they had their little beef not beef um recently like stop like yeah why are we talking about people's families that's why nobody but takes you seriously Kanye did tweet something saying WTT with a shrug like a matter of a couple weeks ago but honestly he I- also
1: did it yesterday he also did it yesterday because Jay-Z did the song on Mean um, Mill's album and people interpreted what he said as shots mm-hmm. to Kanye. Jay-Z clarified it on Twitter yeah. and then Kanye responded and said, watch the throne too. Shrug. Shrug. How are you promoting an album that's supposed to be a joint album with someone who does not want to work with you? How are you promoting an album that doesn't exist? Because he's stuck in the scoop. This album doesn't exist unless they've recorded this album a long time ago. I w- and, honestly, I wouldn't want to hear that. And Kanye like has it in like the vault and is is fighting Jay-Z's legal team right, to release he, he, he's, he's got it
0: stuck in, in Wyoming. That. What? That's where the Scoopity Whoop is. <laughs> that's where everything is. Okay, we're moving on. I'm tired of you. What? What's so bad about the Scoopity Whoop?
1: <laughs> Listen, he needs to stay in the Scoopity Whoop and not come back up. I'm tired of him. And his <sighs> nonsense.
0: Scoopity Whoop. That's what I'm saying. But, it's still fiction. I want this to come together. Like I said, if this would've came out, When we were still in high school, this could have been a GOAT album. But they waited too long. It's just going to keep being rumors.
1: Wow, that was in English. Not only did they wait too long, no one is really checking for either of them anymore. That's like true. If we're being completely honest, like who is sitting here? I can't wait for Jay-Z to drop his new album. Oh, I can't wait for... Okay, maybe Kanye. Probably
0: the old heads. Like the real, real old heads. They're like hate what rap is now
1: yeah but like I'm a big fan on a general right on a general like base, like on on everyone no one's nah. checking
0: for that right I'm a big fan of Hov I love everything about Hov Kanye Scoopity Woo but I'm so
1: tired of you oh my
0: god um nah like I would've appreciated this album like if it came out a couple years ago Kanye
1: but. needs to focus on his wife and his kids and having a good relationship with them and making sure that they don't think that he's
0: crazy it's too late cause you know what I'm gonna say next no no I'm not gonna say it just say just, it nope say it scooby Never mind. now when we come back never I should've you see I don't know it's words. the donkey of the week when we come back and since we missed a week we're gonna have two donkeys each so stay tuned with Tyler and Enrique Platanos and Grits we'll be back
1: we are back with the second episode of Palatanos and Grits with Tyler and Enrique. Yup. Um, like Tyler said before we left, since we've missed a week due to Thanksgiving, which I hope everyone had a pleasant one. I know I did. Friendsgiving was lit. Mm-hmm. It was real funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that too. I'm not going to be mean about the week. Nah, it was a good time. Um, <laughs> No, I was going to be mean, but... No. Nope. I mean, um, be nice. That's already gotten, to me, gotten me into enough problems. Be nice. That's it. I don't want to get unfollowed on the gram again. Uh, <laughs> um, Anywho. So we're going to do doggy of the week, but we're going to do two because we missed
0: a week. All right. So do you want to start? I will start. My first donkey... Is a guy that we've already mentioned. Um, this is just something quick. Uh, I'm just gonna reiterate. Pusha T, man, great artist. Uh, <laughs> like I said, great artist when he was with the Clips and Pharrell was his number one producer. Um, they had the song "Grinding," which is one of the best beats in hip hop history. But Push, you're kind of an old head now. I understand you went at Drake with the diss called out his son you called out his producer you called out his mom and dad you called out the stripper who's his baby mama great good job i'm proud of you but push man like we said don't pull up in toronto and get pulled up on by a bunch of people that you don't want to get pulled up on because toronto might not seem like it It might just seem like a bunch of drakes and tory lanes and justin biebers they low-key might have some shooters and drake might just have shooters anywhere honestly so push i'm gonna just say man be careful. That's it. I know what you used to do before your rap career. I know you were moving that work. I know you were about that action. So I'm not worried about that. I'm just saying be cautious who you're dealing with. Pusha T, is my first donkey of the week. You want me to do my second one? or You want to alternate?
1: Nah, I'm alternating. All right. Um, my donkey of the week. I told you guys I was gonna give it to him this week, and I was serious. Um, Daniel Hernandez is my donkey of the week. Daniel, let me extend my range. Daniel Hernandez and all of his dumb fans are my donkey of the week. And if you felt offended by it, reflect. He is constantly, consistently getting into legal trouble knowing he's on probation. He just got probation, which first of all, I feel like he should have gotten a lot heavier of um, a punishment after he recorded himself having sexual... Whatever With that thir- 13 year old girl mm-hmm. Cause yeah Your fave is a rapist Let's not forget Talk about it Let them know And I just don't understand I don't get why We put so much energy Into like Trash human beings like, like why? For what? What Like what is the point That we say Okay let's stop Putting money into this person Like let's stop Giving this person their bag Let's stop putting more money In their bank account Let's stop because he's actually a trash human being. Like, what? What? What's that point? What does he have to do? What does he have to do? Kill somebody? Kill the right? Kill the right person? Don't be like, oh, we should stop now. That's dumb. He's dumb. Like, actually, he's stupid. Yeah, he is. Like, he loves to stay. And uh, it pays me to speak about it. That's how dumb he is. Like. He's just him and his whole little squad of friends or if he has friends, just trayway people um, who aren't even his people, evidently because he sold them out real quick in court talking about I'm not really a part of that life I just I just say that. For for fans and for yeah, followers. Yeah, didn't his attorney say something like that? For followers, and, and I just imitate the culture because I wanted money. Get out of my face. Get out. Get out of it. Because then when you come back out, you're going to be on that same nonsense talking about Treyway this, Treyway that, blood this, blood that, but then go to L.A., and hang out with some Crips, and then come back to New York and be with your St. Treyway. Good night. Get out of my face. Next. I'm sorry of it.
0: Now, let me say one thing, speaking of the fans of uh, Mr. Hernandez. I saw something about TMZ. He was um, coming out of uh, his court date, um, coming out of the courthouse, and he said something like, babe, I'm sorry, here's a new watch, or like he bought a new watch for her, and I saw somebody on Instagram say... Oh, his, the, the, um, the girlfriend, the stripper girlfriend,
1: who conveniently yes. is also the girl who is suing Cardi B for that alleged altercation that happened with the help of Nicki Minaj. Talk about it.
0: Yes, her. He said, I'm sorry, babe, I'm getting you, you a new watch. Now this isn't about the stripper, but I heard I saw somebody, one of my Instagram followers, no names, of course, said I need to get me a Takashi. I said what? I really I really wanted to swipe. See, this is the thing about Villanova, and what I love and hate about the school. The community is so tight knit. Hold on, hold on, is that you know people, but you don't know people. Hmm. No. Who was it? No. It's- I don't know who it was, but I um, know
1: I remember seeing it. I know, like I know, who, like, it I know who it
0: was. Like I'll tell you off the air who it was, but oh, uh, I know. Can you just text us me? No, cause that'll mess up the recording. Relax, we got like what fifteen minutes left. We're gonna be fine. Anyway, I know. I know you want to know, but she said I need to get me a Takashi. And like I said about Villanova, it's one of those situations where like, you know people, but you really don't know people. So y'all all just follow each other on Instagram. You get your followers up, whatever. Yeah, I like each other's photos, but I really want to swipe up on this person and say, Do you
1: really want yourself a Takashi? You want a five five, rainbow colored, grill having, rapist, like, criminal. What do you really
0: want? Do you want the watch? Is or that do you what, want a Takashi?
1: You, you could have just said you wanted the watch. You want tattoos and and um what's the what's the little character the, what's the chain that he has? Um, jigsaw? Mm-hmm. Is this what you want? Is this what you want? Is this your king? Cause if that's what you want, that's fine. you I'm sure you can get him. He's real thirsty. Just hit him up on Instagram. He'll probably respond. Next.
0: Yeah, that 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 threw me for a loop. My next donkey. I'm gonna switch it up. Another guy we talked about is Kareem Hunt. This the whole story got oh blown up um over the last twenty four to forty eight hours. Um, Like I said, he's out of the league as of right now. If somebody picks him up, they'll probably catch Donkey next week. Um, But Kareem Hunt, there was some stories, or there was a story, saying that he was in um, a resort in Cleveland. He knocked the dude out. Just punched him in the face. Once again, probably some sort of altercation or whatever went on. Um, Kareem obviously felt the way, and he just knocked him out. Kareem Hunt obviously has some problems that we didn't know about. Now, I understand, and also I want to extend it to the people that are supporting Kareem Hunt, saying that, oh, he shouldn't get the same suspension that uh, other people got because of domestic violence. I don't care. The NFL has rules and regulations in place saying you can't beat people up, and you definitely can't beat up women. I don't care what he did. I don't care if he just pushed her out of the way. You can't do that. Was he not taught... As a young man, to not put your hands on a woman. Now, feet, I understand. Because usually you don't put your feet on nobody. But <laughs> you just can't make physical contact with a woman that could be deemed as violent. Because you know how this world is. They're going to portray you as a monster, a beast, a whatever. Because you're already a football player. You're already built bigger than most people are from jump. That's just how it is. And then you come out. In February, you had the incident. Then you punched another dude out over the summer, and nothing came of that. Watch TMZ get that video sometime soon, too. If they really want to take this man down, they'll do that real quick. But Kareem Hunt and the people that are saying, oh, he's going to get picked up, like he's going to help somebody's team. Nah. Uh Uh-uh. This is bigger than that. This is bigger than football. Kareem Hunt, my donkey of the week. Your second donkey of the week. My second donkey Of this week um, So who's your last one Before we wrap up And get up out of here
1: So my last donkey Isn't really a person It's more of an establishment
0: mm-hmm. Yeah you talking um, about this
1: one And as much as I want to give it to Camco for kicking me out last <laughs> night oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, My donkey of the week Oh my god! Is the healthcare system Of this country I'm tired Okay of seeing headlines of black people, specifically black women, dying at the hands of healthcare professionals because they don't listen to their complaints and they don't listen to what they're saying. Give some context so, to the people. To give you, oh, I,
0: wow. Was yeah. I done? Like I oh, was. I'm saying. I'm saying. Give the I cr- was about to, but I can't. If you. It, We're thinking the same thing. I'm sorry. No, 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 no! Don't, have don't have do it.
1: One more time. One to, more time. Try me before I turn your mic off. And then it's just my show. Stop it. I'm glad we're about to be off. But anyway, keep going. Anyways, to give you context, Kim Porter, who is P. Diddy, Puff, Puff, Brother Love, whatever you want <laughs> to call Love. him. He, um, his, his first wife? I don't, I'm not, I think his first wife, mm-hmm. um, the mother of most of his children, passed away a couple weeks ago due to heart issues. I believe she, um... had car- it was She was in cardiac arrest. And she died. Um, and so the reason why this inspired me to give the healthcare... Healthcare professionals, um... Donkey of the Week, is because she allegedly was telling her doctors for quite some time that she was feeling ill in her chest and that she didn't feel right. And evidently, they didn't do anything about it because she died. So... I am tired of of this story continuing to play out. Cause this is this isn't a one time thing. Like this isn't something that just happened in in a blue. Like black women are four times more likely to die at it, well, this is the childbirth um, at the hands than white women at the hands of healthcare professionals. Why? Because for whatever reason, a lot of Doctors or nurses feel like black people are more resilient more resistant to pain they're more this and more that than than white people and that that's not that's really nothing to get like heard about that's just a fact like that's what they think there's been like there's been whole like scientific experiments based on this thought based on the based on the thought that black people can survive more things that black people are 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 somehow superhumans sh- they're stronger than than white people for what I don't know, um and and so this carries over into into health and like another example Serena Williams when she was giving birth, she was telling her doctor she had she suffers from like, she gets a blood clots often, mm-hmm. and so, she was telling the nurse that she didn't feel right, she was like oh um oh, I don't feel right like something's not right something's going on the nurse was like oh, you're good. Like, you're good, ma'am. Challenging her, basically. Like,
0: That's not. if I were a doctor
1: somebody. or a nurse or, or, or somebody in a room, I couldn't see myself challenging someone, telling me they don't feel right. If they don't feel right, they don't feel right. Like, they, who knows your body better than you do? Like, I know when I don't feel right. And what I do, I get myself together. Like, I, mm-hmm. I go to the doctor or I go this, I go that. She didn't feel right. So, she told the nurse. The nurse challenged her. Okay, if the nurse hadn't gotten over herself and told the doctor to do uh, a scan or whatever it was. She would have died. She would have died because mm-hmm. she had blood clots on like around her lungs. She and she had like a whole bunch of other stuff. And had they not done that scan, I don't know if it was um an ultrasound or a CAT scan or whatever. She would have died because something like it would have just during the the child of during the process of childbirth with, if you don't know, is a very dangerous process, like, it's actually really dangerous, um, she would have died, most definitely, and it's disgusting that we have let this persist for so long, like, I mean, I don't understand, but I understand, like, if this were, like, 1930, 1935, and people are still believing this, but we are in 2018, like, how do you, how, how do you, a person with a PhD, a person with degrees and eight to ten years of school behind you, how do you actively treat a, a group of people differently because you feel like they're more resistant to pain? Like, how do you decide not to give that person a strong enough medicine or a strong enough dosage of whatever because you feel like they can they can handle it? What is this? Like, this isn't the Hunger Games. This is not... A, a book. This isn't a dystopian society where people have have superhuman abilities. This life. This is real life, and human beings are human beings. At the end of the day, when you cut, you can cut me, you can cut Tyler, you can cut a random kid down the block, you can cut Billy from God knows where, and we're all gonna bleed the same. Like we're all gonna get the same cut. We're all gonna bleed, like. Tyler's skin. It's not like Tyler's skin isn't gonna break. I'm not Luke Cage. Because he's black. Like that doesn't make any sense. I'm not. So, yeah, have donkey of the week. Hold the L forever. This is another donkey of life cuz you've been doing this for a minute now. So, I always get happy when I see black people in pre-med and in nursing because I feel like a lot of the times what we need is more representation in these commu- like in these communities like I've never had a Latino Latinx doctor. Like and, and not that it would like Really make a difference. I I love my doctor, shout out Dr. Rachel. Um, <laughs> but you know I feel like there's some things that like there's some cultural things that people that you just won't understand, like you won't get it. Like you won't like people who aren't like let's say in my culture won't understand how an 11 year old who's this skinny can have high cholesterol. And it's because of, we eat a lot of fried food. People don't always get that, so I feel like part of being a doctor, you and like. Language is another thing, you know, how many hospitals don't have interpreters How many hospitals don't have staff that speak in Spanish, Like, I don't have that issue because I'm from the Bronx You know a lot of people it's a very culturally diverse place So a lot of people speak Spanish a lot of people speak different languages But there's places where there's immigrants let's say and they don't know what the doctors are telling them because there's no there's nobody to translate it to interpret so then when they die next week because they didn't get the medicine they were supposed to get or they didn't go back and follow up or they didn't get the tr- they didn't get the treatment that they were supposed to receive who do we blame cuz society blames the person society blames the immigrant society blames the black person for not getting the treatment that they should have gotten oh you should have said something oh you should have taken care of your health oh you should have lived a better lifestyle how am i going to take care of my health if the people that are support that are paid to check me, and to make sure that I'm fine are not doing it correct. They're holding back information. They're not treating me as they would a white person, a white counterpart. Why? Because they feel like people of color, specifically black people, are like animals, like these superhuman, again, super predators, if we're going to quote some Democrats. Because, again, PSA, they're no angels either like why are we treating them as if this is a marvel movie and they're they're like a a comic book character
0: so i think going back to the serena piece like um i didn't know that full story i know that she had some complications during birth but i didn't know like all those other pieces saying that the nurse would say she'd be fine and let's say worse comes to worse and then she passes we lose one of the greatest athletes of our time for what not even just that we but i'm saying but i'm saying like, a just mother, because a sister
1: a daughter a person a human being just died because of Because a somebody thinks that there's so responsibility of a, a doctor and like things like this i i i'm like i'm now upset i'm i'm angry about it because i i don't understand like how do you go to school? like i feel like people that think this way should stay out of professions in which you need to take care of other people people that are racist people that don't Understand compassion and, and humans. Why are you a doctor? Like, part of your job is literally to take care of human beings.
0: I would never be a doctor, I wouldn't be a doctor either, just purely because I failed science. But still, <laughs> no, but I understand, I wouldn't I understand be a doctor what you're doctor
1: saying because I like I, I, I can't take people that like I, I need me time. And like, doctors are like always on goal, they're always seeing people. Like, my doctor. When I go to her, she has like seven. She's booked all day. I couldn't do that because I need me time. I need space. I have actively and I. When I was younger, I wanted to be a doctor. I have actively taken the decision to not do that anymore, because I know that I wouldn't be a good doctor. That takes strength. Not because I'm not, like, like academically, I could do it. If I wanted to, I could do it. I can't. That's. If I wanted to, I could do it. But I know that me, I wouldn't be a good doctor because I just, I need me time. Like, I need to be able to sit by myself. And I need to be able to do my own thing. I You can't do that as a doctor. Doctors don't really get vacations unless you're a big shot. They don't, you know? Like, they have to be at the job, like, all the time. And I so, I, I couldn't mean. do that. I'm making that decision. So, all of my pre-med students, my nursing students, I see you. I know it's hard, obviously, it's not an easy profession, but you, you're you fighting the fight. Like, you, you're you fighting the good fight. And I think that this is what we need. We need more of this representation of us in, in, in the healthcare system and in a lot of different systems because, at the end of the day, they're treating us like animals.
0: Now, also, going back to the Serena thing, because I wasn't finished, and oh since bad. you're on controls, you, I can't cut you off. But anyway... <laughs> Um <laughs> I think with the Serena thing uh if you just had let's say you had a nurse of color at the time that was helping with that birth she would have just basically took what she said and went with it saying that she didn't feel right. If somebody doesn't feel right, you can't use your cultural bias, I can't even say cultural, you can't use racism to think that they're okay. That is not how this works, especially, especially in the if health this profession has a history of, blood of this issue. You can't go against what somebody's saying just because you have a certain bias, a certain kind of racism that's built in your head. You can't do that. If you just had somebody that would listen, and if somebody says they don't feel well, you say, what can I do to help? You don't go with, oh, she'll be okay. you'll be fine. Like with the Kim Porter situation... Oh, like, she just has, like, respiratory pain. She'll be fine. That's not how this works. Fine.
1: Oh, her chest is in pain. Oh, her heart hurts. Two oh, she'll wi- be good. Two weeks
0: later, she's gone. Those kids, those Combs children lost their mother because of that. Because doctors who are paid to do what they're supposed to do, they have to work with different people from different backgrounds, and they have a bias against them. They can't do that. They can't. That's the last point I want to make. So, um, we got, like, a minute left wrap it up what you gotta say to the people before we leave in closing
1: I closed last time oh my god um
0: just say something man shout somebody do something
1: (laughs) um I don't feel like shouting anybody out oh okay I will shout someone out so last week uh, whatever week ago we didn't shout out the person who gave us our name there we go um and so Javian, if you're listening to it eventually when you do um thank you For coming up with this very spectacular name. And we appreciate you and your creativity. Um, You're welcome in the studio whenever you want. I know you're a busy man though. So you probably won't come. (laughs) But whatever. Um, So with that. It was a great second episode. Thank you for listening. um, And I'll see you next week. Well I won't see you but. Bye. Peace and
0: love.